This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You've heard us do D-bag double downs. I think we've done them like four times this week on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. But we rarely do a blind item double down. Blinded by the item. Okay, so Can I cut in, please? No, I mean, you can keep playing the thing I'm saying to your blind item territory, because I came across a really good blind item, and I thought um, we could do this on the show. Oh, very special guests are always welcome. Let's do it. So this blind item came not from our good friend Enti Lawyer uh, over at CrazyDaysAndNights.net. Oh, we're cheating on him. Yeah, basically we are, but it's because, like, you know, the popularity of blind items, I think, has increased over the last couple years, No, uh, in no small part thanks to people like uh, Enti lawyer specifically probably mostly anti-lawyer i thought you were gonna say thanks in part to us oh yeah and us thank you clearly but page six i don't know if they listen to us on the rigs but they should they page six that is are getting into the blind item territory as well here is an exclusive actually blind page six has done this for years but anyway this one i saw yesterday and i thought we should share okay okay now the headline is it's going to be a little different than you're used to. A-lister sends graphic pictures online in hopes of threesome. Pardon me? Threesome. So not one, but two, but three. Threesome. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, uh. okay, so an A-list actor, this is what page six says, an A-list actor who's been hit with several Me Too accusations raised some eyebrows in the L.A. swingers community, mm. which... Raising eyebrows in a swingers community I mean, is probably somewhat hard to do. Right. Did the, did so by sending an extremely graphic picture to a number of couples online without making any effort to conceal his identity. You don't say. Now, he apparently sent this super steamy shot to a bunch of opposite sex couples in the hopes mm-hmm. of interesting them in a threesome. Threesome. The uh, shot, which Page Six has allegedly seen... Shows this A-list actor grinning while holding the camera at arm's length to show his torso and schmerect schminus. The toned actor appears to be lying in bed. Now, people who've seen this said that they were shocked, partly because... Uh, clearly the guy does not care that his face is there and he's not concealing his identity, but also because he's apparently been accused of sexual misconduct in the past couple years, hint, hint. 
said a, quote, grudgingly impressed insider. Do you like that? Mm-hmm. Grudgingly impressed insider, mm-hmm. quote, I'm a fan of the bleep and all, but aren't you trying to still be a movie star? Oh, okay. Now, page six said that they've decided to conceal the actor's identity out of respect for his privacy, even if Although, Dr. D doesn't seem to care. I was just going to say, I don't, he, clearly this person is not, you know, caring about privacy if they're, you know, mailing their schwans around with their face in full view. Yes. Uh, Are there comments on this so that we can... Uh, no, so that's oh why you need gosh. to go to work and solve this history's mystery. Okay. Again, an A-list actor. Here's what we know. Mm-hmm. A-list actor who's had several Me Too accusations raised against him. So the first name that came to mind, and it's probably because this is very tippy top of mind because of these allegations, the first person that occurs to me, honestly, is Cuba Gooding Jr. Which Would is we nasty. consider him A-list? Well, though? I don't know. And that's what I want to understand better. Because I would say he's kind of a household name, which to me is A-listy enough. And it says in the very end of this article, um, aren't you still trying to be a movie star? And I feel like he is still trying to get roles and act. Also, what other A-list or actor, for that matter, has several... Uh, me too accusations. Oh, uh oh. I got another one. What? Who? James Franco. Oh, sure. Oh, that's a good one. We'll give that one a ding. Right? Because he, we know that he um, likes some freaky stuff. Look, I am looking through a list from Glamour.com oh. that was published earlier this year of all. Oh, the Me Too. The people who mm. have been accused of. Me Too behavior. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we have people like Sylvester Stallone. We mm. have people like uh, Jamie Foxx. We have people like... I think um, the giveaway is, too, um, aren't you trying to be a movie star still? Yeah. Meaning, yeah. even though you're an A-list actor, you're trying to be a movie star still means, like, there is something there, there. You know what I mean? Like... And that's why I don't know if it'd be like James Franco, because is he trying to be a movie star still? I don't think he's been doing anything lately. I don't know. He was on the HBO series The Deuce, but that's over. But he hasn't really done anything high profile in the past couple of years. What were some of the other names on that list? Well, that's why I was like, maybe Sylvester Stallone. Mm. Aren't you trying to be a movie star still? He had a rocky tone. Yeah, yeah, we do know the tone toned actor. Would but I would almost call Sylvester Stallone a plus list. Yeah, I don't know. The Jamie Fox thing kind of stuck out to me. Uh huh. Okay, but has he had um, Me Too accusations? Well, he was on the list to Glamour. He was on the list, Interesting. but maybe not several. I mean, so that's the other piece is if you're paying really good attention to the words. It says who's been hit with several Me Too accusations, which anybody who's been hit with several Me Too accusations, I feel like we know their name. Well, we must. Right. Presumably we've mentioned it or at least uttered it. Yeah, we know their name associated to Me Too. Uh, in 2018, Jamie Foxx, there was a woman who came forward with the accusation that Jamie Foxx, quote, slapped her in the face with 
His oh, that's right. I remember mm-hmm. that. Remember? Yeah, and that was in his 2018 schwans. with his schwans. That is correct. Sylvester yeah. Stallone Who does that. I barely do. I don't know. I mean, I could understand an accident. Like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, you could see an accident happening, but you don't do that yeah. intentionally. That's true. Well, and uh, Sylvester Stallone. In 2018, the L.A. District Attorney said that the office was reviewing a sex crime case against Sylvester Stallone that was first reported in November 2017. And this had to do with something that happened in the 1990s, but the Santa Monica Police Department wasn't saying anything further. Ooh. Well, and I don't know how Page Six does their blind items. I don't. I have not seen like reveals per se, so I'm not sure if we'll ever know the identity. I do find it interesting though that they've like literally they know who this is because they've yeah. looked at the picture and they just don't want to say it. Um, I'm hoping that uh, our friend NT lawyer will reach out to the page six people because this is his beat and just say, hey, uh, can we maybe figure out who this is so I yeah. can write a blind item about the blind item? Yeah. And then it will be a very blind item. This tabloid wrote a blind yeah. item about. I mean. It's Inception blind item. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies is here to tell us what we should see in theaters this weekend on My Talk 107.1. To the Movies is here with us on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi, Paul McGuire. Hello, Bradley Trainer. Hello, Colleen Lindstrom. Hello, Holly Roberts. Hello. Okay, so how are you, first of all? Life is, uh, it's the holiday season. Yes. So just Woo. every day is a new adventure. Hold on, it's almost Yay. over. Hold on, buckle up, kids. Yeah, no kidding. And, and like, obviously, it's the Christmas season because yeah. the movies are coming out like crazy. Well, left and right. So do you want to go kids or true story? Let's go kids first. Let's get Jumanji out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Jumanji the next level. It's the sequel. Um, and, you know, in the first one, we had these four high school kids. Well, now they're they're in college. They've reunited their hometown for Christmas. And the three of them have to head back into the game when their other friend, Spencer, is already in there. So they need to go back in, find them. And then along the ride is Spencer's grandfather, played by Danny DeVito, and his friend, played by Danny Glover. Now they're all stuck in the game as well. Can you, can you just take a step back yeah. and remind everybody who doesn't have any recollection of what Jumanji was and when it happened? Yes. And what stuck in the game means? Yes. So, if we really want to go back, Jumanji is a kid's book by Chris Van Alsberg, I believe, that was made into a movie in the 90s with Robin Williams. It was then rebooted, if you will, a couple years ago with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart and Jack Black and Karen Gillan. And that did really well. And I think really surprised a lot of people, especially mm-hmm. myself. I'm like, this was actually kind of fun. So, there's like a really old, kind of an Atari-like gaming system. And these kids like touch it and end up getting kicked into the game, put into the game, mm-hmm. and these kids then are then in the bodies of their avatars. Their avatars are The Rock and Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. So you have Kevin Hart, Jack Black, then playing this teenage girl. Well, mm-hmm. in this one, they end up in different avatars. So the um, Kevin Hart is now playing the Danny Glover character. Oh, that's funny. So you have Kevin Hart then now acting like an old man. Yeah. I mean, it's very, like, uh, Freaky Friday, yes. but gamified. But gamified. And yeah. then, because you're in the jungle, it kind of has this Indiana Jones-esque feel to it. Right. And this one, because it's the the sequel, it's bigger. Aquafina is also in it as well, so she gets stuck in the game, or she's one of the avatars. So it's all like kind of gender-swapped, race-swapped in a well at times. Mm-hmm. Um, adventure for kids. 
And is there a little something for everyone? I mean, you know, I it is for kids, is. but is there enough humor for I adults? I think there definitely is. I think the humor in this one, though, is a little lowbrow. I mean, it's like brothers from another mother jokes. Yep. It's fart jokes, testicle jokes. Oh, sounds just right for our show. Yeah, yeah, Team Cobra approved. We're in. Yeah, yeah. apparently. So, I was saying earlier, I watched the first version. I was When I say I watched it, I meant I was in the room. Yeah. And it was on a television. And my kids were watching it. And I was half watching it and sort of reading or shopping or something um and they everybody seemed to enjoy it it's fun and adventurous and there's a lot of energy in it and i think this one is maybe a little too similar to the first one like i would have i think that they definitely set up for a third movie or fourth if you include the robin williams and i think that will then take it in a new direction which i think this needs to go in now yeah we can't just keep going back to the same game or the same level within right. the same game. So how many tickets? Three steps? out of five. Okay. It's That's entertaining. Yeah, it's not a good bad. Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, just to have the whole kids and the, you know, everyone, the whole family at the theater. It's a little yeah. long. I was like, all right, we're yeah. pushing two hours now. This well, I will say, though, you got to get your money's worth because those things are expensive. You've got to be able to have enough time to go back for seconds on your popcorn because yeah. you got the big one that comes with the free refills, but then you're like, oh my God, that means I have to actually go get the refills. And you accidentally got the large pop, which means you're going to have to visit the toilet about twice. <laughs> Right. I do. Just saying. Uh, all right. Okay. So what's next? What do we have Richard next? Richard Jewell, the new Clint Eastwood movie. And it's really him trying to kind of retell Richard Jewell's life as who he was as a, a man and how he became the prime suspect in the Atlanta Olympic bombing. So I think a lot of people, myself included, or at least I'm going to pretend that I'm speaking for a lot of people, right. had pretty much forgotten this story until I saw the previews. Um, and I know there's a bit of controversy around it, but how much does it actually remind us or tell us the events that actually took it, place? Um, essentially all of it. I mean, you you find out first who Richard Jewell was as a guy. He was a security guy who took his job really seriously. He wanted to protect others. He loved the cops, yada, yada. And then we get to the Olympic Village and how the whole bombing happened. And you see that he was not involved in the bombing, but he was trying to protect everyone from mm-hmm. it. And then it goes into the aftermath, how this reporter tried to peg it on him, how the FBI tried to peg it on him. That FBI is played by John Hamm, the reporter played by Olivia Wilde, who we've heard a lot about in the kind of controversy of how they paint her character. Mm-hmm. Same goes for the FBI. And I think Clint, um, Ryan and I were talking about this because we watched it the other day. You know, we know Clint's polit- politics, mm-hmm. and that kind of plays comes into play here because it's very kind of anti-media, anti-government stepping into people's lives. So you kind of have to view it with that lens. But I think what Clint does is tells it in a pretty straightforward, simple approach mm-hmm. to kind of re- kind of give this guy the credit that he never got and the life that it was kind of ruined for him by these other people. Interesting. You know, it's interesting because I always, I, I always am a little bit curious about what makes a filmmaker or a screenwriter choose a real life story to, to make into a movie. And I think this one has all the right stuff to it. And Clint, right? yes, it does. And Clint has been doing a lot of these hero stories lately, whether it's American Sniper, right. whether it's the 1517 to Paris, Sully. It's very much him kind of retelling these hero stories that we know who they are as people mm-hmm. and what either made them heroic or the, the what it took to then turn their stories around yeah. in a way, why people were discrediting. And the acting is great in this. Okay, so I was going to ask about that. Yeah. Tell us about the Paul cast. Paul Walter Hauser plays Richard Jewell. You may remember him from I, Tanya or Black Clown. And he always plays these kind of dopey characters that kind of maybe have some less mental stability, if you will. Yeah. I mean, you know, really well. Like you, you, he makes him this neighborly guy. Like mm. you want to trust who Richard Jewell is because he is like, he's down to earth. He's the neighbor guy. And then Kathy Bates plays his mother and she has a really good monologue in the movie mm. and she's great as well. So I think those two performances really save it. And of course, they're the performances that are given the most 
you know, they're the richest, well-written characters in the movie. Mm-hmm. So the controversy then aside, what did you actually think of the film? I thought it was good. You know, I I think when Clint gets too experimental, which we've seen in other movies, his movies don't work. And this is really straightforward. I think it's a crowd-pleaser in a sense. I think a lot of, you know, adults will go see it, get their minds changed maybe about who Richard Jewell was and will come away with a certain perspective. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, Bradley, you don't remember who this guy was. So now we know we remember who he was. And that's really the point of this movie is to remember he was actually innocent of all of this and his life was ruined because of people trying to discredit him. How many ticket subs? Three and a half out of five. Okay. I think the acting saves it from mm-hmm. maybe some of the more controversial moments. And I think this is a good Clint movie. All right. Okay. So in a minute or less, uh, tell us about what uh, is in theaters this week, but on Netflix next week. It's called The Two Popes. And it's about Cardinal Bergoglio who becomes Pope Francis and him really going through this kind of spiritual confusion and confliction and how he is confessing to Pope Benedict that he really wants to retire. Mm-hmm. We know that Cardinal Bergoglio will go on to become Pope Francis. Mm-hmm. So we're like, what is this transition period? And it really is these two holy men talking and confessing to each other and talking about the direction that the Catholic Church needs to go in. Now, you may be thinking, that sounds like the most boring movie on the face of the planet. I think it sounds really interesting, but... But, and that's a fascinating movie. Mm -hmm. It really took me by surprise to hear two men who are Pope have such very different viewpoints on the church. It's a gorgeous movie. The costumes are stunning. The production design is stunning. You get a little look into the papal process and great performances. Jonathan Price, Anthony Hopkins. It's at the Lagoon this weekend. Netflix next week. And how many tickets have? Four and a half out of five. It's one of the best of the year. All right. Thank you, Paul. Thank Thank you, Paul. All right, when we come back, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots after this on My Talk 107.1. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we have these crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the same. Florida. 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 Oh. Excuse you. Pardon me. Where are we going first? You know, where we are going first is Dunfermline, Scotland. Air! Lucky Charms. <laughs> oh, it's not Scottish. It's, it's crap. crap. Um, it's some variety of those accents. But anyway, we're going to Dunfermline, Scotland. Dunfermline. Dunfermline. And I want to tell you about some stuff. And actually, by stuff, I mean a, some people. And one of them people's persons, individual's name, is Barry Murphy. Now, Barry Murphy is a police sergeant from Fife. A police sergeant from Fife. Yes. And apparently, he was fired recently um, after an illustrious career Hmm. because of something he did. And it involved his wife. (gasps) Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep, and I'm it nervous. involves his wife, and it involves some beating, some punching. He beat his wife? Well, did he or did she? Okay. Okay, so here's what had happened. What had happened was his wife called the police, and um, this is because they were having an argument, 
And apparently, she uh, he had roughed her up. So she was going to call the police. While she called police, though, you could hear in the background the following. Oh, ow, you just hit me. I can't believe you just hit me. Ow. So he was complaining that she was she hitting him was, while she was on the phone with the cops. Yes, she was telling them that he had hit her. Yes. Ow, ow. Oh, my God. And he was taking footage with his camera. The problem was she was taking camera footage, too. Oh, my gosh. And there is footage of him pretending to be hit. And what he does is hit himself up against the front door. And then he begins punching himself. No, he is punches there... himself and headbutts his front door. You you can see stills oh, of the video. Oh my god! And he's like, oh, ow, oh, me head hurts. Oh, oh, oh my gosh! And he's fine. And then you can see him like trying to, you know, take photos and, and like send and then edit them yeah, and maybe exactly. send them. Meanwhile, drop them. <laughs> meanwhile, uh, he. Oh my gosh! She did no such thing. His wife called police. He was trying to put his assault claim onto the recorded call. He is now being kicked out of the police. Is looking for a new job. All the while uh, going through divorce proceedings. Now this man was a policeman for fourteen years in Edinburgh, Scotland, oof. and uh, he did have to appear for sentencing. He was placed on a community payback order, which I believe is probably like community service. And he was apparently very contrite, although clearly a d bag. And a crazy, stupid. Idiot. Yeah, I mean that's next level. That's but you know, like you're, you know, you know people who've done this. Mm-hmm. Your kids maybe didn't do something to this extent, but you know they try to pretend that like something happened, and you're like, that doesn't seem like that's what happened. Or like their sis, you know, like they want to want you to believe their sister hit them. Yeah, and they're like, ow, she hit me. Yeah, and you're like, did no, she? I feel like that did didn't she? happen the way you're telling me. Yeah, so even at the age of forty. Mr. Murphy was still pulling the same tricks. I'm going to give you a warning on our next crazy, stupid idiot. Uh, As I start to tell you the story, you are going to think to myself, oh, wait, I've heard this one. But nay, you have not. Okay. Because it feels like deja vu, but it's just the same kind of crime that happens over and over again. It's a common occurrence, but it doesn't happen as often as... As some of our common occurrences. Oh, okay. Uh, in fact, this one always happens during the shop with the cop charity event. Oh, God. I swear to you. So criminals are shopping with cops, and by shopping, you mean shoplifting. Okay. So a woman in Pennsylvania, 32-year-old Sunny Ray Firestone. Um, is she a person I need or you a to look. I just need you to look at her mugshot, because she's... She's a ray of sunshine. She was at the Walmart in Uniontown, Pennsylvania on Tuesday, and she tried to shoplift an entire cart full of stuff by doing what, Bradley? Just walking out the door without pay. Nobody will notice. They do this all the time at the Walmarts in these stories when this event is happening. Yeah, you never hear about this at like a... Oh, I don't know, like a kitchen window. Or like a Home Depot. (laughs) 
or anything. You don't. A Williams-Sonoma. It's always the Walmart. Somebody fills up their entire cart and tries to walk out the darn door with it without paying. She did not realize, though, at that precise moment when she was trying to commit this crime, that that particular Walmart was hosting their annual Shop with the Cop event where cops buy toys for underprivileged kids. What does that mean, you ask? It means that the entire Walmart was teeming with law enforcement officers. But that seems like a perfect place to shoplift. Well, because not it's like you're pl- in hiding yeah, in plain sight. Exactly. But Sunny, she was not. Uh, she was a little cloudy. Exactly. She uh, somebody spotted her trying to take all the stuff, and so all the cops swarmed on her and arrested her. Oh, she has been charged with retail theft, but you have to think that that she will never do that again because the that is a trauma moment. One per one cop, yes. Or like a Two fantasy. Cops, yes, I mean, it's like the beginning of a porn. One okay. cop, yes. Two cops, sure. A whole store full of cops swarming you while you're just trying to roll the cart outside to take all the stuff that you didn't pay for. That's going to leave a mark. Yeah. So she was... Uh, Sunny Ray Firestone. She was fired. Charged with retail theft. Okay. Not yeah. put in front of a firing squad. Well, that's good. Okay. That would not be an appropriate Mm-mm. response, I don't Correct. Think. That was where, I'm sorry? Pennsylvania. Okay, Pennsylvania is actually probably number two to Florida, and which is odd because Florida is usually the number two. I mean, they should be so They're proud. They're usually the number one and number two, at least in so far as crazy stupid idiots are concerned. It's also a great place to live. And I uh, can highly recommend uh, the Naples area. It's very delightful. Lots of Minnesotans <laughs> down there. Anyway, I want to get back to a place called Hillsborough. County, Florida. And there I want to tell you about Ozcan Ocr. <laughs> Ozcan Ocr. Literally, Ozcan. I didn't know that was a name. And Ocr spelled O K U R. He is, oh, excuse me, Ocr Jr. Mr. Ocr Jr., 22 years old, did something recently that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. And the thing that happened actually happened repeatedly from October 24th until about uh, November, rather, 27th. I should back up and tell you that uh, Mr. O'Kerr Jr. worked for um, Amazon. He was a delivery Mm. driver. Okay. And uh, on November 27th, he was arrested. You want to imagine what the Amazon driver did? Mm-hmm. He didn't get out of his car. He just tossed a box onto somebody's front step. And at the exact time that he was throwing the box, a child <laughs> was walking by and he accidentally knocked the child unconscious. No. <laughs> Repeatedly? Like from October 24th to November? Every just time. Just every day? Very strange behavior on hey, his look, behalf. Hey, look, sometimes... Never mind. Um, Rude. No, um, he was an Amazon delivery driver. Mm-hmm. So what is he driving around a, typically? A truck or a car? W- filled with? Packages. Which are usually filled with? Stuff. What kind of stuff? Items. Nice stuff. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like gifts, Sometimes. Perhaps. I mean, but to be honest, like, I do order toilet paper from Amazon. So, you know. You win some, you lose some. I don't know about the toilet paper, but let's just say about $890 worth of stuff went missing between October 24th and November 27th. And Mr. Uh, Delivery Driver O'Kurt Jr. (laughs) 
um, decided that he was going to be in charge of that merchandise. There's a problem with that, though, because that's called stealing. Yeah. Now, you might think to yourself, surely there must be a way to keep track of things. Like, otherwise, all delivery drivers would steal stuff. Yeah, right. Surely there must be some way to keep track of things. Well, there is. And that's how he was found out, because um, he had been marking things as missing on his route i don't understand how that works but that's what he did and um apparently actually now that i think about it it was probably the people right marking that those things were missing and never showed up well they did their detective work and came up with the fact that mr okart jr stole as i said 890 dollars worth of apple airpods playstation games a ring camera and at least $250 in gift cards that, wait for it, Amazon gift cards, that, wait for it, Mr. O'Kr then used, put in his account. What an idiot. Amazon. You are dumb. That guy is real dumb. You know, yeah. Now, um, I've got some tips for you this holiday season. Oh, thanks. Keep an electronic receipt of proof of purchase for your order to be reimbursed. Track your delivery closely online. Check home surveillance cameras and doorbell cameras. Okay. That was just at the end of that article. Oh, they thank want you. you to know that this time of year, specifically, they have what they call porch uh, pirates. Pirates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I'm not kidding. If you're on next door, woof every day. Many times. I would like to give a great big shout out to somebody. I don't even remember. I think it was UPS. They have been putting stuff on our back steps without even asking. Oh, you know, can I, I'm not going to tell you where. So we have a front porch. So now everybody's going to go to my back steps and steal my stuff. That's why I'm just trying to be kind of vague about this. But we have a front porch and our UPS person. And by the way, yes, big ups to UPS. See what I did there? See what you did there. Um, because they have been putting it like not where you would immediately look. They've been not hiding it per se, but not putting it like right in front when you walk into the door. So it's not something somebody could just grab and run. You'd have to actually look around for it. You mean it's not like they put something really expensive on like, your, your front, front step? No, I'm not. somebody else did that. But it wasn't ups. But it wasn't ups. Was it usps? It might have been us. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we are going to play a game. That game is called The Throwback Live. And we're going to do that after this on My Talk 107.1.